This episode, seven things you need to know about your home and property. In this episode, the Handyman Pros are going to discuss seven critical aspects of things about your property and your home that you absolutely need to know. We're here to help you save time, money, and aggravation, and all these things will do those things. And it's critical that you pay attention to what we have to say for once. It's critical. (laughs) Welcome to the Handyman Pros Radio Show, home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Handyman Pros Radio Show, where our goal is to help save you time, money, and aggravation. This show is called Seven Things That You Absolutely Need to Know About Your Property. And I'm here with my old buddy, John. Johnny, we've been having some yes, discussion sir. about this. We've got yes. stories, don't we? Oh, we got stories. And I'll, <laughs> I'll give you a story. of. So so today we're going to discuss, you know, these things that you need to know about your property. And, and uh, you know, it's it's kind of like a, um, yeah, so what else, guys? You know, we, yeah, we yeah, get yeah. it. But no, um, we got stories. How, oh, we got stories. <laughs> um, you know, one one of my stories was I was building a deck at my old house. Yep. And uh, lo and behold, I found out where they ran the cable line. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> been there, done that one a couple of times at uh, clients' houses. Yeah, thank, not so much God fun. Was, yeah. Right. Thank God it was only the cable line and right. not some electrical. You right. know. Right. Um, and so you know, and some of these things um, are not are not going to be marked if so if you call um you know the, the folks that come out and mark call uh, dig. you yep. know we're, we're going to get to that but call dig yeah but but you know they they weren't gonna they're they're gonna miss some of these things so this is why you need to understand what's what underground what your property so let's let's have it Larry. let's let's yeah so let's dive into it so i want to tell i'm going to tell my story why this topic came up so the other day uh here i am at the house you know or actually i was actually just getting on the road and i get a call from the wife right and so the wife says um there's water backing up into the shower and i'm like oh no you know so we're on septic right and i'm like all right so i turn around i come home and the fortunately now fortunately folks this is one of the things you need to know where is your sewer or septic clean out on your house, right? So I know where mine is. I go down there, I open it up, and sure enough, the water's backing up downstream of my clean out, right? Which is, believe it or not, a good thing because that means the clog isn't in the home, it's downstream. I happen to have all this stuff to kind of clean that stuff out. So I, I pushed, I have this expanding bladder thing, which I'll post what that is uh, out in a different show. But uh, I have this bladder thing that you hook up to a hose. I put it in there. Boom, I blow out the clog and we're back in business. Uh, long story short, it ended up being more than that. But anyway, we'll get to that in a, in a different show. So <clears throat> it got me thinking about this. And we t- we've talked about this multiple, multiple times. We're going to do it again. These are seven things that you that you just have to, you really have to know about your property. And we'll explain some of the reasons why. One of the things is your sewer clean out. The other one is where's your water shut off, your main water shut off, where you tie into water, unless you're on a well. But if, if you're hooked up to city, to any, any of the municipality services, where's your main water shut off and is can you get to the valve? And so I say that and that I'm going to shoot a video because I was up looking at mine the other day. And Johnny, guess what? Guess what my water valve looks like? Uh don't know what <laughs> a dirt mound you can't see anything but dirt so i know oh, the main the main water <laughs> the main water valve oh yeah, yeah on the street on, on the, the street. street yep and that yep. you, you need folks you need to know where that is i'm going to shoot a Absolutely. video of showing me 
A, identifying where my um, water main is, and B, I'm going to open the lid and I'm going to take a shovel and dig all the dirt out around the valve because in nine out of 10 cases of all the homes I've been to where I've had those issues, I get in underneath the valve and you can't even see the valve because over the years, dirt has settled in there, right? Have you looked at yours lately? Yeah, mine's mine's clean because I just had to do it. Somebody turned the water off on me from next door. I probably told you because our water meters are, are real close right, yeah, right to my neighbor. To yep. And uh, so the guy next door that was doing the trees hit their water line. It started to leak. So he comes and he turns mine off. We thought it was theirs. I'm in the shower, <laughs> you know, with shampoo in my hair. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm running out there with a towel. Or, you know, what the hell's going on? Because the first thing I thought of is like, you know, maybe I told the story before. It's like, holy crap, you know, I must have broke a leak. Broken you know, a some, line or something. Broke yeah. a pipe somewhere because yep. there's no pressure all yep. of a sudden. So we're not um, even going to talk about practical jokes you can play on your neighbors. <laughs> well, that's yeah, yeah, that's that's one of them. But uh, you know, I, I let me let me say this. Um, you know, so that's the main one in the on the street to turn off everything. Yep. Then you've got you should have a main one inside in your home as well. And you need. To, I have now. seen homes that don't have those inside, and I know I've run across this now multiple times. I can't tell you. It must be five times now that I can think of that people don't know where that thing is. And they said that they had a leak or they had something and they didn't know how to turn their water off. Exactly. And we've talked about this before. We, we've talked about it before. But... Really important to know that. Yeah. And I, and I want I just want to reiterate one point you just made too, John. And that is for whatever reason, because I found the same thing. I, I don't know when they, they must, there was a point. There's not necessarily a shutoff in your home, which is right. to me is insane. Right? right. I mean, to me, that's insane. You, there's, you should be able to find some place where the water line comes into the home. There should be a, a valve that turns the main water off in your home. But with that said, both you just said it, and I was actually going to say it, I have found homes that do not have that. And it's not a bad idea to have that because it's faster to get to your generally faster to get to your basement than it is out to the street. But even still give you a different example, John, and you'll understand this one. If you go out and if you go out in your yard one day and there's a huge wet spot halfway between the street and your home, there's a possibility your water line broke. We have a story. We we've told this story before, but we have a you have a client, John, who was got a what was it a twenty one thousand dollar water bill or something. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a water main break under his garage, and it was a three quarter inch line. And we did the you and I did the math. Yeah. You know, it's thirteen gallons a minute, folks. Thirteen gallons a minute. And the the magic of that one is, I still want to know. He he must have run. What we figure, like a million and a half gallons or I something. Don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how much. You know, he lives on a. Um, you know, we all live here on on at least an acre, and and you know, he lives by a creek. So it could have, you know, probably started to pour down into the creek, you know, and he would, yeah. ne- would have never known it. Ne- he, you know? he didn't know it till he got his $21,000 water bill. $21,000, folks. Right. That's, that's what can happen. Now, my thing with that was I'm amazed he doesn't have a sinkhole under his garage, and perhaps he does. Oh, perhaps yeah, well, he that's, does. That's a whole nother story. Whole nother story. Yeah. But I know it. I'll give a different example. In, my, in one of my rental houses, I actually the guy was complaining he had a $250 water bill, and I was like, there's no way you, I mean, a $250 water bill for what he was doing. It was like, it's almost impossible. I found a wet spot in the yard and it was right next to the house. And I dug down and sure enough, I had a water line break in there. Happened to be polybutylene, um, 
pipe. So mm-hmm. we, we replace the line. But that's one of the things that can happen between the house. And then you have to shut the main water off. So the main water's up at the street. That's the only way you'll stop those kinds of issues. So it's really critical that you know that. Let's let's go, let's let's move on from water because we've talked about that one yep. before. But one of the other things that you absolutely folks, you have to know where are your property lines. So John, how does how do people tell where their property lines are? Huh. Well, you, you know, um, the, the, the quick and the short answer is that everybody has, um, what's known as pins in the ground. Yes. Um, the more complicated the reality of it is that nobody knows where those are. And they're hard to find at times. And they're hard, they're hard to, they're hard to find unless somebody has just done a survey, yep. you know, with the plat and, you know, all the other instruments that go along with that to find those things. Now, I will tell you that um, in my case, um, you know, I didn't know where one of mine was. And they just did a survey of, uh, long story short, um, but they they found my pins. And so I I went out and I've got, you know, once again, I use my iPhone for everything, but I have a regular (laughs) GPS application on there, not, you know, Google Maps or anything else, but a regular GPS app. Right. And I marked like, you know, waypoints and I marked all those and I labeled them. So now I can just, now I know exactly where they're at. Yeah. So I'll get, so we'll give it, we'll give those, we'll give a couple of resources. So Johnny's given, given one that's, that's a resource that I didn't have. There's your survey. So somewhere you should, in your closing documents of your home, you should have a survey and it should get you pretty close to where you're, where those, I mean, actually it, it should be exactly where it, those it, pins it is, are. It's, it, you're right, Larry. It is exact. The, the yeah. problem is, is that, you know, finding those pins, a lot of times, if you're not, if you've been in the home for a long, long time, those things are so buried. buried. Yeah. They get buried. They get they get you overgrown know, but, with dirt uh, and, and you know, stuff. And basically, and a pin is, folks. It's just it's like a piece of rebar. It's a piece of metal pin. And you can one way to find them is actually use a metal detector. And you it, can metal you, you can, can use a metal detector. Yeah, you can find. But anyways, them. go ahead. <laughs> anyway, there's that. The other thing is is that most counties have a it's called GIS or Geographical Information Services, and that actually allows you to pull up what the county sees as you as what your piece of property is. Now, the other good thing about that is you can see what your neighbors are. You know, you can kind of you can kind of get an idea of how your your properties are laid out. But that's usually available on your county website. I know here in in the county that we live in, they have a really good system, and it gives you tax records and all that stuff and so it's kind of another reason why you need to know about it but you need to know about this for a couple of different reasons one is if you're going to do anything on your property line you want like put a fence up just for example it's a great example is putting a fence Mm. up do not encroach on somebody else's property this is going to this can cost you thousands and thousands my brother has this issue he's got the house was built in the 80s the the fence has been there since the 80s and the neighbor comes over and goes oh your fence is on my property this is in 2022 folks i'm like well, the property was built. Like you don't have eminent domain. He goes, yeah, I have eminent domain, but I got to go to court. And it says, it's just not worth it. But long story short, he's got this pissing match for lack of a better word over about a six inches of property that his neighbor's just complaining about. So you just, you got to know where your property lines are. Tell you another example too, John, and you know this one from personal experience as well. Tree falls on the property. Who's responsible for the tree? Well, your insurance company will tell you that wherever that tree's planted is the person that's responsible for it. And if it falls on your property, they're responsible for cleaning it up, meaning your neighbor or whoever it is that owns the property next to you. So you you got to, it's very helpful. Exactly. And to that point, there's all, there's um th- there's also the uh different laws for that too. Right. 
one of the guys, one of the guys that came out and did a whole bunch of tree work for me said, did you know that if, if those roots are, you know, your roots are growing into his yard or his roots are growing into your yard, then you're sharing that tree. Um, yeah. so it's all, yeah. it's, you know, it's all it, kinds of stuff it, that, you know, one of these things, any, anyways, but you're right. That, that is a very tricky thing. I will say the other thing about lot line, let's say that you want to put, uh, you want to build a shed, uh, setbacks. Yep. Or anything like that. You need to know because you're going to get into this pissing match with uh, somebody, the county, the neighbors, and it's going to cost you a whole bunch of money not to know. And you have to get clearance on on a lot of these things. And yep. even if you put a small, you know, something in there that you don't have to go get a, you know, um, permit a permit right. for yeah. or anything else, you know, you need you need to be aware of of these things. And yeah. I, I I agree completely. And you know. So we live, you know, like I said, I'll use my place for example. You know, we live in a very heavily wooded place, and you don't see a lot of the other homes around here. I'm fortunate. I love it. But, <laughs> you know, it's easy to encroach on my neighbors without them even knowing because yep. n- nobody would even know. Right. Um, but right. in the case that you just said, if somebody at some point says, you know, hey, what's this over here, even though I don't see it, when you know when the leaves are up i hate seeing that thing now when the you know in the fall <laughs> right right now you're into this whole thing what you just described yeah and even and even i mean and and, I, and we're i'm just going to end it on this even a simple thing like if you're if you live in a like john lives in a wooded area right so it's like let's just for example say john that you collected your lawn clippings and you go out and pour them in the woods um some people get really upset when you make a big pile of lawn debris on their property, even if it's only a couple inches over. So this is why these are some of the concerns. And I mean, and this just is, it's just, you know what more of it is, John, it's aggravation, right? It's just like, I'm not, I'm going to avoid that aggravation. I just don't, I want to have good neighbors. I want to do all that stuff. I don't want to get into a, 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 a pissing match over this, that, and the other thing. And we're going to get to one that I'm actually in a pissing match with one of my neighbors over here in just a minute. So that was the first one. We talked about sewer cleaner cleanouts. I'm going to tell you, you need to know where your, either your sewer line is or your septic tank is. If you have either or, it is critical that you know where those are. You need to know where your mm-hmm. septic tank is or where your sewer lines go to. How do you determine that? It's actually not really that difficult. You go one of the ways is you go in the basement. And you just look where the pipe goes out, the goes out, or where you see the pipe going out. And almost nine, probably almost a hundred percent of the time, it's a straight line from there to the street. Because trust me, we don't contractors, meaning we contractors don't go in. We don't like curved lines if we can help it. There'd have to be a really extraneous reason why you would make a curved line. Like I don't know, just I for that. Yeah, for yeah. that. I can't. And the other thing is, as they say. Not to be gross, but shit flows downhill and it likes to go in a straight line. So you, yeah. it, it just works better if yeah. it's in a straight line. So that's how you determine that. Your septic tank, it's usually pretty close to the house. Now, mine is not. Mine's about 40 feet from the house, and there's a reason why it's there. But I know where that line is, and I know where that tank is. But you, you need to know for reasons that you need to know where it is. So you got to know that one. We already talked about the main water lines. <clears throat> but or we've talked let, about let me the let me also let me also say this, Larry. Let me interrupt you there just yep. for a second because one of the things you you've brought up before is that why you need to know where your septic tank is. It could be out in the front yard. Yep. It can be any place, and if you don't know where it's at, you can get yourself in a whole lot of trouble for. You know, let's say that you have a party at your house and people are parking over it. Ooh, bad news. Right. 
Bad news. Yeah, that's why speaking of did... debt collapses, you could also have a septic tank lid collapse, and that's a shitty problem. Excuse or, my language. But... <laughs> or or the lines running out there. Yep, you'll crush the you lines. Could, I mean, yep. that this is so. This is another reason that you need to know where that you know that is if you have a septic tank. Anyways, yes. go ahead, Larry. Well, yeah. So and and thanks for bringing that up, John, because you're you're absolutely right. You know, and if you if you do have a septic tank, it's helpful to know where your leach lines are. Now, generally, yes. generally your leach lines are off of your septic tank, and they they're usually in a fan type pattern. And just ask a septic guy; they'll tell you. But it's not it's really not it's not rocket science. It's not very good. Now, in my case, I actually have a pump. It pumps up the hill. It's a little bit of a different issue, but it's just it's still I know where my leach field is too. And for all those reasons, John, because you're right, you don't want to park on them. You don't want to have too much traffic going over them, too much heavy traffic, equipment, uh, vehicles, things like that. So it's just really helpful to know where that stuff is. We already talked a little bit about it, but understand where your electric service comes into the house. How do you find that out? You call, you, you do what's called call dig, it's 811, and they'll come out and they'll mark where it is. Now, you only need to really do it once and you and then you need to make notes. We say I always tell people put this in a folder so that you have it at your house so you know where all this stuff is. But you want to know. Why do you want to know? Well, John, can I ask you a question? If you took the shovel and landed landed it through the uh electric the main oh. electric lines, what's going to oh. happen? Uh that ends in a bad day. How bad? Uh you might not see tomorrow. Yeah, probably not, you know. So yeah, that that ends in a bad day. So those things I know are really buried deep uh, to stop a, a lot of that. But you need to understand. And I remember um, when they came out and did they did mark my lawn for something. And I remember that. And I and I took I actually took pictures. I have pictures of that. Yep. Um, where that the lawn is all marked. So I know where the electrical comes up into my yard and over. Um, but you know, I, boy, you got to be really careful now. And I will say that, <clears throat> let's say that you don't know where that is <laughs> and you go out there and you want to plant a tree. Mm. Okay. That's why folks, you need to know where all this underground stuff is. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. It's so. not as easy as you just walk outside and say, Oh boy, a tree would look really good there. Uh, yeah, not so much. Well, and again, back on my septic clean out. The reason my septic tank backed up because I we ended up digging the lid off the septic tank is because there was root infiltration into my oh, yeah. into my into the actual it's a long story but to the joint of the the pipe coming out of the house going into the septic tank had a little space between it and roots are insidious things and so they get in there and they it created this root ball it looks like a I don't know like a oh, net yeah. it looks like a net almost and we cleaned it out, understanding, folks, just to give you perspective, it's 25 years since that thing was put in, but in 25 years, it actually created a, a filter that clogged. I mean, all the toilet mm -hmm. paper and stuff clogged it up, and that's what caused the clog. But we cut that roots out, and we now know we're good for another 25, basically 25 years. It's not going to happen again for a long, long, long time. And now I know exactly where to dig and all that kind of stuff. I knew where to dig anyway. It's a long story, but the the um, we just I just didn't do it because I... I said, you know what, if they've got a backhoe and stuff and here in Georgia, folks digging in this clay that's around here is like, forget it. I'm getting a piece of equipment. Um, anyway, <clears throat> that's that's a personal choice that we do. But you need to you need to know where that you know, you need to know where your electric service comes in because and, and we already talked about cable. 
I've cut cable for customers of mine because I'm digging in the landscape beds. And cable TV, for one, John, how deep do they put those cable lines, at least here in that, Georgia? Those cables are not very deep. No, they're like a shovel depth in. Yeah, those 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 are not those are not very deep because you know basically if you if you hit those you're you're gonna lose your cable you're not gonna lose your life right. so that's why a lot of the you know these these uh, you know your regular your regular electrical lines are really set down deep. in there how yep. however they should be they should however be. um you know if uh, you're trying to build a fence and somebody's out there with a with a backhoe and and they're you know and a and a uh, you know and drilling and stuff oh, like yeah. that for the fence posts. Oh yeah. Oh boy. You know you need to have that all all it, marked it, up. It, and it, I will it, tell you that there's there's other things you know that are running around under under the ground that uh, you know you don't know a lot of you know if you're if you have a let's say you have a swimming pool. Uh, there's plumbing. There's plumbing under yeah. there. Um, there's all kinds of other things. You know your sprinkler system. Yep. Um, I mean, you, you know, folks, you, you know, there's a lot of complexities that, that are running around underneath there. And, and I'll tell you one of the, one of the things that they do with the gas, with gas pipes and stuff like that, um, is when the guy put the gas pipe in, they ran a, they ran a, they, they run a wire next to the gas pipe. And so the, so on my gas meter, so there's a wire, it's coming up right next to it and it's wrapped around the, the meter on the thing. And the guy, the guy says, now don't, he points at me and goes, now don't cut that wire. And I said, what's that wire for? And he said, because they can find that, that gas pipe real easy. I just put a tone on that wire. Yep. Like you and I did with like a Fox and a yep. hound. Yep. And that's, yep. you know, it, it's a tone generator and then you can follow it that, that tone down by sweeping, you know, like, like, a, a like a metal detector yep. um, and, and, f and find the whole and, thing. And find so, the gas line. And that, so thanks for bringing that one up too, John, because I forgot about that one. You've got to know if you have gas, you got to know where your gas line is because that is, is that can be a very explosive situation. <laughs> oh. I'm not making jokes. It's serious. It can nope, be a, nope. and it, I saw it, I saw it actually happen. It's yeah. on the news. You can probably look it up on YouTube yep. down the street when yep. the guys were putting in a new telephone pole and they hit that thing and sparked it with an auger. Yep. And it, it looked just, it looked like it, a blowtorch for a long it, time. It 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 roasted a guy in the in the basket above it. Yeah, which is ew, we don't want to talk about that. Anyway. So, anyways. So yeah, so so know those things. So one of the other things that you need to know too is when you're looking at your plat or your legal description of your home, do you have any easements on your property? Now, I'm gonna tell my story. So we are actually we have we when we bought this home that we live in, we had an easement. It's a driveway easement for our two neighbors that live next to us. And so long story short, one of our neighbors was being disrespectful, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. He was being disrespectful, and we you know, we got into looking at the legal description on this easement. Long story short, we canceled the easement for him because because if you're gonna be and when I say disrespectful, folks, I mean seriously disrespectful. So we said, we're done with you. We are now in a lawsuit over this easement rights. And I'll let you know in the future shows because we're really right in the middle of it right now. And I'll let you know how it goes. But we blocked his access to his easement, meaning he couldn't drive into his property uh, with his car because, you know, this is action and reaction okay so you know if you're going to disrespect me i'm going to disrespect you and so we put a gate up 
<clears throat> and limited his access. And anyway, long story short, he, he contacted the attorneys and we're in the middle of this suit right now. But if you have an easement across your property, and many times, folks, there's easements that you don't know about. So there's power line easements, there's water easements, there's... Um, uh, there's all kinds of easements that can be running across your property and they are supposed to be noted on your plat if they are legal. Now, for example, I'm going to give a, an example of like a water easement. If there's a water main line, a, a water line main that runs across your property, it'll be noted on the, on the plat. And the significance of that is, is that you could wake up one day and have a crew out there digging up the line and you're like, what are you doing on my property digging? And and they're going to go, we've got the easement to the water line. And guess what? You're SOL because you are at that point. <clears throat> and, and so that's one of the reasons why you need to understand if there's any easements on your property. And in my case, this is called an easement of convenience, blah, blah, blah. He's hopefully the judge is going to determine, but according to what we have, it's not a legal, it's actually not a legal description of what the prop of the easement. So therefore he's got a tough time of, of, um, you know, making a case for it, but you need to understand that you need to understand if there's any easements and almost every home has some sort of easements. Usually there's an easement that comes off the road, John, and, and how far is it? It's usually like 12 feet off the road or something like that. Mm, yeah, there is. Depends um, per, it, mi- it, per municipality. Yeah, it, right. Right, and that's all for the that's all for water, electric, and water. And all yeah, that. all the utilities type services. All the all utilities yeah. have to have that access that that they have access. Because I I was out there one time when funny you mentioned that because I I was uh, looking outside one time and a guy had he was right next to he's up a little bit from my mailbox, and, the, and there's a crew. I mean, they had a great big hole in the ground. Yep. yep. You know, um, putting in all all kinds of new stuff, and I'm like. Okay, I understand that, but it's you know you look out there. And it's like, hey, there's a whole bunch of guys. Yeah, right. You know, I have you know part of my front lawn's gone. Right, right. But, what are um, they doing digging up my lawn? Yeah, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Any, anyways. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, these control entities as well. What's what's that? So yeah, so we wrote up. I wrote up some notes. So I, I'm calling them control entities. I originally started off with municipalities, but then one came up to, in my mind that that was like, well, this really isn't a municipality per se. But folks, you have to understand who's in charge of your property, right? So. I hate to say it, but government is in charge of your property to a degree, right? There are federal there are federal statutes about property ownership of of things that you might have might and these are mites, but you might have to understand, right? So if you have any kind of wetlands on your property, or if you're now my property is we live on a lake, we are up against a Corps of Engineers property, so our our neighbors are is technically the lake and it's owned by the Corps of Engineers, so our property falls under part of the their statutes as far as what we can do as far as in determination of what we can do on the border of the property and what we can do on their property. It's considered public land, but you can't just run amok because it's public land, right? So you just have to have an understanding of what's going on there. If you have any kind of watershed, like any streams or anything like that, even drainage ditches, you got to be kind of careful because it falls under the federal jurisdiction and it, and it just can get messy. I, it's it, Don't worry yeah. about it unless you yeah. have those kinds yeah. of features, but, but you need to understand, do you have those kinds of features is one thing. Same thing with the state. The state has some jurisdiction over your property. And so you need to, now, and again, usually it's in specialized cases. It's like 
uh, forever wild um, type situations usually has to do with some sort of tax exemption or something like that. But but you'll kind of know about it if you have it. Most people do. Um, and, and you can actually designate your properties yeah. and things like that. But you need to have an idea of what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Now we I, get I, now we get it. Go ahead, John. You were, go go, ahead. No, I, I, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say now we kind of get into the nitty gritty. I'm going to say the people that control your your property life a little more. And that's your, your state, your, your state and your city, you know, I mean your county and your city, right? So your, your home is probably in a county and the county has a lot of, I don't want to say control, but they can influence what happens on your property to a large degree. I I, I think, I think the, you know, I think I, I, let let me, let's kind of sum here is that, you know, we're, the, 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 the takeaways here, you know, is to keep you, you know, aware of these things. Yes. So soon get yourself in number one, what Larry's talking about here is lawsuits, uh, awful positions with neighbors. Um, you know, the, the, those, those things I, I know that, you know, for, for instance, you know, can you cut down trees without having their permission? Right. Yep. I mean, it goes down to things like that. Yep. Um, you know, and the other thing, you know, that we've been talking about here is to be safe. Right. You know, we're talking about knowing where your electrical is, where your gas yep. is. Yep. Um, and then other things like don't don't do anything stupid, like, you know, cut your cable if you <laughs> if you can help it. Yeah. Or your you know, or, or your sprinkler or, system is not. Or too your much sprinkler either, system yeah. and you know, that that whole thing keep you out of, you know, spending a whole lot of money and having a lot of uh, aggravation with, with no uh internet or no T V or you know whatever. Yeah. Have an irrigation company come out again and repair lines and sprinkler heads and all kinds of all kinds of things. So I mean that's that's what I'm taking. You know, that's it, when I look back on all this this conversation. Is that's what I'm taking away from this? Is that you know, hey, it's it's good to know what we're talking about yep. here. Yep. So you it's, keep yourself needs, up. There you know, needs save, to know. Save, save yourself the time, money, and aggravation. Yeah, it's time, and mostly it's aggravation. In most of these things. Yeah. Now, safety issues are on a couple of these are big safety issues, and then yep. property protection issues. But you have to understand who you know who are, who regard who has the controls over your property. This is just where we were going with this one because there's code enforcement, and we talked about you know just simple things like I want to drop a shed on my property. Um, I need a permit to drop a shed on my property. Yeah. I have to apply, abide by the setbacks off the property line. I, it can be only of a certain size and so forth and so on. That's all determined by the county in my case. I don't live in a city, so I don't have to worry about that. But cities also have those controls. And then, Johnny, there's the big one. This is where I had to change the description when I went to control entities about this. HOAs, right? Mm-hmm. And folks, if you, if at least here in the greater Atlanta area, there's homeowners associations, as they're called. Everywhere. They're, everywhere. They're, at, at, they're everywhere. And I'm, I'm lucky I've got a good one. I know a lot of people are at, at odds with their, with their HOAs. I have had um, nightmare experiences with so, HOAs and had great experiences with yeah, HOAs. So you just have to, you know, obviously everybody's aware of it because you're paying dues. And if you don't, you know, you're going to lean on your house. And then you get your but, house gets lean and, and your nosy neighbors come in and they want to control your life. And at least that's been, that was one of my experiences. Give a guy a badge, Larry. Oh, it, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. So anyways, you know, anyways, um, yeah. So, any any anything else? No, anything that else? was those were kind of the big things. Yeah. You know, we were we really wanted to touch on a couple of points, mostly safety, property protection, yep. and then just aggravation issues. You know, kind of those aggravation issues, like like knowing your your rules and regulations that abide by your home. That's an aggravation issue yeah. because and plus they can get very very expensive as well because if you've got yeah. to get an, an attorney involved, it gets ugly quick. I mean, an expensive yeah. quick. Yep. So just. We just want you to be aware of that stuff. It just is what it is. 
you know, it is what it is. All of these <clears throat> things play, but it's really important that you do know where a lot of this stuff is. Because as we say, you know, if, if you've got, I don't know, anything, you cut your cable, all of a sudden you're like, oh, man, you know, like, you know. Yep. Of course, your well, wife's probably right in the middle of a Zoom call with her boss. Right. Clip. Oops. Sorry, babe. Right. Right. <laughs> kind of so. Well, Larry, any anything else? Let's. Uh, yeah, Johnny, I was thinking about this the other day. So the um, you were out there, you were doing some digging in your yard, and you cut the cable. And the next thing I know, the spaceship lands, and they zapped you up. <laughs> Instead of taking you through the cable line, they zapped you up. But they, they, I saw that beam come down, and they. And I they, don't know. It, it I, actually it turned off. Oh, I think I cut that cable. <laughs> Uh, all right anyway enough of this nonsense folks if you enjoy the handyman pros radio show please share the word spread the word i hope we're bringing you some value um it is our goal as we say it's to help save you time money and aggravation because there's a lot of things that just that we've done a lot of stuff and it's just aggravation you know like there's just things that we do that we're hopefully we're giving you great information anyway if you have a question, send us an email, questions at handymanprosradioshow.com, or you can send it to handymanprosradioshow at gmail.com. Either one, we will respond, and we do respond. Um, we have a newsletter that's at handymanprosradioshow. Sign up. We would love to hear from you. Um, and our Facebook group as well is at handymanpros, so we're getting lots of good people. John, anything else? Nope. That's, uh, that, that's it. Really right. appreciate everybody's uh, participation in this and our, uh, and our groups. And so, we'll see you next you week much. on the Handyman Pros Radio Show. Welcome to the Handyman Pros Radio Show, home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. 